welcome to Manners and Madness. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long since we've done this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And my name is Christian Cabrera. And today we are doing our last episode of the year, our Christmas check-in. Woo! Woo! Christmas bonus! <laughs> Favorite time of year, personally. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. It has been sometimes my favorite time of year, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's been my least favorite time of year, but really I just depends on a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> depends on what events leading up to it have happened. <laughs> yes. This year, the past couple of years have been kind of like, I like it, but it's just, I'm kind of low key about it. Mm-hmm. It's really until I decorate the house that I don't feel Christmassy, but I finally right. finished. <laughs> uh, I'm jealous. We haven't done any decorating, which is psychotic. And our tree isn't even up, which is crazy, which I think we will probably do it to tomorrow. But I was like, it doesn't feel like Christmas here. And that's very upsetting to me. Yeah. I mean, personally, I feel like if you're going to take the time to put up decorations that you mm-hmm. really should put it up like the day after Halloween so you can yeah. it for a time. <laughs> At oh, this you know. point Oh god. <laughs> I was say, well, you know how people get some people get very sensitive and they're like, we can't do it after Halloween. You have to wait till Thanksgiving. And <laughs> I was like, uh, it's not a holiday. Like well that. this year I did kind of have like a, a medium Thanksgiving ish food based <laughs> fall based <laughs> decoration thing going on. But because mm-hmm. I realized that I've been in the house for two years, but I haven't really done a lot of Christmas decorations yet. And I was mm-hmm. looking through my Christmas decorations and most of them are tree based and I still haven't figured out where I would put a tree. So no tree this year. <laughs> <laughs> but I realized that I didn't have the I didn't have the right things for Christmas decorations. So I had to order some and it's already like December 10th and I'm like <laughs> Well, I finally got it done. (laughs) So it's staying up until February. (laughs) I was going to say, it's one of those ones where it's like, I'll just let it bleed over into the new year. Definitely. It feels so cheerful because it's mine is a very light based decoration. Mm -hmm. Of course, I I only decorate the inside. No one outside gets to see my chair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like outside decorations are like kind of a different like a whole different tier of Christmas decorating to me because it requires a lot more effort. You have to get a ladder out sometimes. And that sounds like a lot of work for me. Yeah. I did have to use like a big step stool for a couple of indoor things, but (laughs) I feel like outside is just difficult because there's not the proper plugs. And then you have to like put up all sorts of, well, I think there actually are hooks from like a previous (laughs) <laughs> they never took down but I, I don't know where they plug them in so i've actually my yeah. old house i didn't have anyone to look at christmas decorations outside mm-hmm. so i never bothered and so i've never <laughs> really done it. <laughs> it we did it growing up we had um like uh the inflatable lawn decorations oh. and then we had like the very classic like reindeer light up lawn ornament thingies and <laughs> but i feel like that is I like the the classic reindeer ones, but like the inflatable ones are not really my my zhuzh anymore. Um, I don't so like the way like, they uh... are dead during the day. <laughs> 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 they it just looks kind of like you have like shit all over your lawn. 
and <laughs> it's just very like oh it's kind of sad it's like there's but, no christmas spirit in the daytime <laughs> right <laughs> one thing that i did really like when i was younger was when they were like dead during the day but then it rained all day and then at night when you blow them up they would like start inflating and they would just start like spraying water everywhere because <laughs> <laughs> they were covered in it it was very funny to me <laughs> Well, uh, I don't know if it's going to rain today. It's very cloudy, though. So maybe yeah. if it rains, I'll go out and watch my neighbors put up there. <laughs> <laughs> Look for the spray. <laughs> There's some place down the street that has like a drive through Christmas extravaganza every year. Oh, uh, yeah. House, but they have like special signage and everything. So that's cool. I think I want to try it. I need a bike that works so I can ride it down there instead of having to drive yeah but <laughs> there's a there's a place that i think it's i think it's like a i don't know if it's muslim like a they're t- like a temple or like a hindi temple somewhere by the town center that does like this like insane light thing that you can like go drive through with your car and it's like supposed to That's be like cool yeah i we drove by it one year and i was like oh, that looks amazing <laughs> but i know that's the yeah. problem with not having kids you don't get to go explore into all the fun kid things <laughs> right 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 well i were so I mean, every you can, but <laughs> right well you, you know every, every year in this neighborhood called riverside in our community they do what they call luminaria and mm. they put out it's like uh, these like little like the fake flickering. I think they're fake flickering candles. The mini ones, the ones and in like the bags. in the bags and they line up around like whatever on the streets and stuff like that. It's like this big event where everyone's like, I got to drive my truck pulling <laughs> a trailer with hay bales or whatever. And I've gone to that a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I've never been, but we talked about doing it this year. I wish I had a bike because it feels like the perfect like I'm going to ride my bike through the neighborhood. Yeah, that's the problem is when you have to drive to these like neighborhood things and there's mm-hmm. just nowhere to park and it's insane yeah it's like yeah that's not for me <laughs> driving period is not for me especially after my recent this might lead us as far i don't have a car anymore <laughs> no and i'm so happy for it every time i have to drive josh's car i'm like this is the worst decision who created driving it's <laughs> I hate it so I, much. I do think the longer you go without driving, the more like anxiety inducing it is because, mm-hmm. you know, with COVID and everything, I didn't drive that much for like the last right. couple of years. And now I've started getting really <laughs> nervous anytime I'm driving with another person, if there's traffic, if there, if it's nighttime, I used to be the most chill driver on earth. Right. Like nothing faced me, but like now I'm just like, okay. Take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm becoming old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to love driving because I was like, oh, I have the power. I can do whatever I want and go wherever I want. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, owning a cute car or whatever. But I just like, especially after like going to New York a bunch these past couple of years and you know, this will lead us into our previous, our like our Thanksgiving plans that we could talk about. But, you know, when I was in Europe, I was like, oh, I just want to ride a subway a metro, a tube, whatever you want to call it. I don't want to drive anymore. It just seems more efficient to me. Well, I'm not all about that metro life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, I, at least like the the London and Paris subway systems are very clean and they're very nice. The New York one, you know, MTA is famously kind of gross, but <laughs> it's not New Yorkers' fault. It's, you know, local government, but... 
Anyways. I want one of those new cars that I saw. I don't even know if it's a real, but <laughs> they like <laughs> I swear they run on water or something or they produce water oh, yeah. or I hydrogen. Mm-hmm. I always want one that's you know like the most efficient car mm-hmm. because I hate filling up with gas. Well so expensive now too. Blah 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 <laughs> talking points about gas, blah blah blah. <laughs> well, I mean not even it's it's never been the price of gas. It's literally I hate having to stop, pull over <laughs> at the pump. Fill it up. <laughs> I'm sure you have uh, to do that anyway with hydrogen or electric or whatever. But anyway, well, some, some electric you don't. You just plug well, them in. This has been very fascinating first <laughs> of our Christmas episode. Yes. <laughs> Should we talk about our previous Thanksgiving plans and how they went? What happened? We should because I believe that we talked about our Halloween plans in our Thanksgiving episode. So it's only appropriate. Absolutely. And we're going to have another check-in for the new year so we can talk about our Christmas. <laughs> well, do you want to go first? Sure. Because yours okay. will be much more fun and exciting. Although, twist <laughs> ending on mine. <laughs> I was going to say, your plans did not plan out as you had hoped. No, this is the year of teaching me that don't make plants because they're going <laughs> oh, to <no>. change. <laughs> Especially if they involve like family. It's always... Something's always going on. Well, originally, back in September, I decided I was going to make Thanksgiving this year because I've never got a chance. And I talked about my whole menu in the last episode. I bought Mm -hmm. a turkey, like, in September. (laughs) I told my dad and the rest of the family, you know, I'm doing it. So, because last year, I just went to... Well, I don't know. I don't want to like get into the dirty details of some of the stuff, but (laughs) (laughs) I'll just say that everyone knew this was my plan. Right. And then I think it was, well, maybe like two, I think, I I can't remember when, maybe it was like the beginning of November or something. Uh I was informed that the person, (laughs) a certain person in the family was not happy with that decision and she Uh-oh. was going to do her own thanksgiving and oh, she Lord. got into a fight with the rest of her family about it oh my gosh <laughs> i said okay i'm not gonna fight you over thanksgiving because that's kind of anti-thanksgiving i mean it's kind of typical thanksgiving but it's also not <laughs> right. in the spirit of thanksgiving <laughs> anyway uh, so then i was um, like maybe i should just do like a tiny thanksgiving for me and my dad I hadn't bought any of the food yet except for the turkey. Right. But then, so I wasn't really sure what I was going to do because I was like, do I even want to go to this Thanksgiving? <laughs> right. <laughs> but so, but the my last store trip before Thanksgiving, I decided I'm going to get a few Thanksgiving things just in case like I go to this other Thanksgiving and it's not, you know, it doesn't have the food I want to eat. I can make my own versions of it or... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I end up doing it with just dad. So mm-hmm. I started to ask him if he wanted to come over for Thanksgiving and do like a little one, just us. And he said, oh, well, guess what? Your aunt and uncle are in town and they used to mm-hmm. always host Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and they live in Virginia now. And we're going to go to your other aunt and uncle's house who live here. And I never see them, but <laughs> <laughs> they're going to host Thanksgiving. And I was like, okay, oh, fine. All well, right. I have all this Thanksgiving food. And I really wanted to cook Thanksgiving, but it's fine. So I was all planning to go to that and then got a call that 
my aunt, who was planning on hosting Thanksgiving, got COVID. Oh, no. This was like the day before Thanksgiving. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And I said, well, I don't have enough time to defrost a turkey, but I have a turkey breast, so I could defrost that and make it. And then I've got, you know, the stuff to make stuffing and potatoes (laughs) and like green beans, (laughs) you know, just stuff I had gotten in case I needed it. And so we ended up doing it on Saturday at my dad's house, but I cooked most of the stuff. Actually, I made him cook most of it when it came down to it. <laughs> well, I cooked the elaborate stuff. He just cooked the vegetables and stuff. So Right. And the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long story short, I did kind of end up doing Thanksgiving a few days late, a very small version, not what right. I had planned. Right. But it all worked out because I got to see... My aunt and uncle and my cousin came in town and my other Uh uncle who um, didn't have COVID came. So (laughs) it was like the most family Thanksgiving I've had in a really long time. And I got to cook. (laughs) That's kind of like a, almost like a roundabout way of you getting your own Thanksgiving in a way. Like you didn't kind of host it and and you pretty much cooked. So (laughs) it was like, this is what you're going to get. This is as close as you're going to get. Also, while I was dog sitting. Oh, right. Your dogs and another dog. Three dogs, plus Cooper. So it was a wild couple of weeks, I can tell you. Oh, yeah. Total of four dogs (laughs) under one roof. And one of them was six years old. The other ones are about a year old and younger. So (laughs) very young ones. Yes, three practically puppies. Right. And one old lady who said, Please just let me sit in your lap the entire time. <laughs> Get me away from them. <laughs> but none of them came to Thanksgiving. Well, no. Cooper came, but. <laughs> well, that's understandable. He was expected. <laughs> yes. He did have to sit outside the whole time, though. <laughs> well, he survived. Well, okay, well, that's... <laughs> just talked for a while. <laughs> no. Well, at least they had a very kind of. More of a, it ended up being like almost like a classic Thanksgiving, like a very family oriented, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. The classic. So it's like almost a practice. So hopefully, right. in the future, <laughs> I'll get to host a real Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was a preview for next year. Maybe you'll get your chance. Hopefully. I'm determined to be with my sister next year for Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. she is a cook <laughs> or she <laughs> went to culinary school. So she's really good. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's very good. All right. Well, my Thanksgiving plans, I think I originally had talked about how we had these plans to go to London and Paris. Um, Yes, it was my first time in those cities, which is so strange because I did do a spring break Europe trip in high school. And for some reason, those we went to France, but Paris was not on the list. (laughs) I don't understand why we didn't go there. And then you would think London would be like, Oh, high school students who don't speak a second language. Let's just take them to London. Did not go there. They're like, we're not letting teenagers into big cities. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, not at all. So, so this is my first time in either city. And so we went to London first for four days before Thanksgiving. And it was such a magical time. It was beautifully decorated everywhere for Christmas already because they don't do Thanksgiving, obviously. And so they were like, we're <laughs> so already they do start Christmas. right after Halloween. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, there was like, get these, you know, Starbucks Christmas drinks uh, and all these Christmas decorations on the streets and 
you know, Christmas music already playing. And I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want. <laughs> um, and it was like a, a smaller but cleaner New York in a way. It just had that vibe of it. And I really enjoyed it and ate so much delicious food. Is London smaller than New York? I think so. I felt like it was huge when I was there. But I mean, it's, I mean, they're both pretty big. I hadn't but... been to New York at that point. So I don't know. Mm. I always say it's smaller. I think I'm less so thinking about like landmass and more so about population because New York definitely feels mm. a lot more congested. Yeah, maybe. But they might be the same size, but it just felt, it had the vibe of like a little bit more of a smaller the city than New York. Mm, um, yeah. But it's still a big city. It was definitely a big city. <laughs> but um, we ate, uh, there were two restaurant highlights. We ate at our first Michelin starred restaurant called Brat. Um, wow, that's cool. Yeah, it was very delicious. All the waiters, um, their uniform was basically, they had to dress like Ina Garden, which was my dream restaurant. <laughs> they had denim shirts and like black pants. And I was like, <laughs> if they only had just like a brown bob on, then it would be perfect. But it was very delicious. It was like a very uh, small plate oriented. And we just ordered a bunch of stuff. We had two bottles of wine. And it was just like amazing. I loved it so much. And the restaurant was really beautiful. Everything was like cooked over an open flame. Like it's that kind of like concept. And I would say the two highlights for me were the anchovy grilled toast and the, gosh, trying to think of what was my number two. Maybe the lamb chops. Nice. No, I lied. The duck fried <laughs> rice. <laughs> Say duck and it's always going to be at the top of my Right. <laughs> and especially because they like, it's not necessarily a Dutch oven, but it's like a cast irony, metally kind of sort of walkish Dutch oven that they bring to your table that they cook it in on the uh-huh. fire. And they encourage you to take the spoon and scrape the sides because all the caramelized <laughs> deliciousness. Mm. It was so good. And of course, (laughs) we had to get two desserts. We got olive oil ice cream and Mm. burnt cheesecake, which is kind of like on trend right now. And it was delicious. Is that kind of like caramelized on top? Yeah, but almost it's like, I mean, it's like the finest line between literally burnt burnt and like caramelized burnt. (laughs) Like it looks, it's black. Like it's definitely like, oh, it's past a little bit caramelization but it doesn't taste bad. It adds like a little bit of bitterness, but like mm. the cheesecake itself is like so beautifully creamy and delicious. And <laughs> it's I like toasted love- marshmallows. If they're completely yeah. black, they're still delicious. <laughs> yes. That's exactly how I would put it. <laughs> so it was just a great experience. And then our final night in London, this is my favorite meal of the entire trip. We went to <laughs> an Indian restaurant called the Shoom. And that's also like a small plate kind of place, but it was just, uh, like the most mind-blowing flavors I've ever had. It was so <laughs> like just everything was so over the top in the best way. And we got like a bottle of orange wine, which I've never had before. And that was really delicious. I had orange wine for Thanksgiving too. <laughs> oh, really? It just feels like a Thanksgiving wine to me. I don't know why. I Yeah, I the place to get my wines from, you know, it takes me like six months to go through like three bottles. But... <laughs> right. They uh, they have orange wines every so often. They literally just had a sale on them for like Ooh. the 12 days of Christmas or whatever, but mm-hmm. you could only buy six at a time. I was like, I really don't need six bottles of wine. <laughs> stock up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was just kind of blown away by it. I loved orange wine. It had like this really tanginess to it, but it was like uh-huh. felt familiar and it was really beautiful looking. And 
Yeah, it's really pretty. (laughs) Yes. And of course, we also got two desserts there. But I would say the highlights for me were the, there was like chili toasty. It was like this toast with like. I feel like toasty is such a British. Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I think we ordered toasties a couple of different restaurants we went to. And of course, they were all delicious because European bread. But it was like you know, this toast that was like covered in ghee and had all these like chili spices. And it was so delicious. Mm. And we also got a lamb chop there and that was like, oh my God, delicious. So nice. Ah, I just love food. <laughs> but, well, that's only London. And you didn't even tell us about Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our last night, which was the day before Thanksgiving. And so the next day we were taking, um, we got up early and we took the Eurostar train, which is from London to Paris. And it goes underneath the, the English channel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although I did fall asleep at that part. So I did not get to experience the, the total darkness. So. Well, it's just dark. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but it's like a two hour ish train ride. It was really cool. And we got to Paris and our plan was to go to our hotel, drop off our bags. And it just so happens that, my partner's boss was in Paris at the same time. And so we went over to they their go apartment. there every year. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of become an every year thing for them where they get like a, an apartment for like two to three weeks and just yeah. kind of become Parisians for the exactly. time. Period. <laughs> I just want to like set up for everyone that they're like, they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're there and they're like, this is our life, which is a dream come true in my book, but <laughs> We dropped our bags off and we like just, because it was just kind of like within walking distance, they were staying on Ile Saint-Louis, which is, I think, right where Notre Dame is, like the island mm-hmm. where that is. So you can see it and everything. And so we're like, let's just walk there. And we got to walk through the streets of Paris and it was beautiful weather. And they just hosted us for Thanksgiving. There's plenty of bottles of champagne and wine and a whole rotisserie chicken with uh, potatoes that were like in this pan underneath the rotisserie that caught all like mm. the schmaltz and was like frying the potatoes the most delicious potatoes that I've ever had I should have done that with the turkey breast because we were uh, just raised ours <laughs> it's just I was like it's like a revolutionary idea it's just so delicious <laughs> but yeah we had roast chicken and potatoes and these like green beans dish that they made at the market and you know bread and butter and cheese you know the works Mm. and it was just really beautiful and it was a beautiful it was like an apartment that looked on the Seine which is like the river that runs through Paris and it was really beautiful and we got to go see Notre Dame and that was really cool (laughs) it's much bigger in person than I thought it was it's huge (laughs) have they repaired it all from they're still repairing yeah yeah, it's completely like blocked off. Like you can't go up to it, up to it, but like you could uh-huh. definitely like go very near it and you could see like all the construction like scaffolding because they're still trying to like put it together. And there's like all these giant blown up pictures and texts all over like the um, the wall blocking it that was like about the fire and like what they had to do <laughs> to like start like repairing it and what they're doing now. And it's really interesting. And it's like kind of crazy to think about. Awesome. A super old church. Well, that sounds like a magical Thanksgiving. It really was. And the rest of Paris was great. The rest of the days, I loved it so much. And immediately the first day back that I went to work, I did Google how to become a French citizen. So (laughs) 
that's in the works, but (laughs) (laughs) we'll see what happens. (laughs) It'll make trying to podcast over the timelines (laughs) very difficult. (laughs) Yeah, they are six hours ahead, so it'll definitely be like a, (laughs) it would be a very interesting setup. Okay, well, next topic. (laughs) (laughs) Should we talk the year in review? Sure. And we just like look at what we've done this year show wise and. Yeah. Talk about maybe our favorites or standouts. Definitely. Okay. Let's see. We got another five star review the past couple days. Right. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate those. Definitely. All right, so let's scroll all the way back to January. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so last year in January, we basically just did reruns. But then when we came back in February, we started where we had left off with Twin Peaks. Mm -hmm. Doing the second half of, well, the second, yeah, the second half of the second season. Yes. And we also started Sense and Sensibility, the book. Oh, God. I feel like I was like, this was... Three years ago. <laughs> Don't remember. I know. I know. But it year. took up a significant portion of last year because we didn't finish with that until June, middle mm-hmm. of June. Wow. That's crazy. So, it's a big book. Five months book. of Sense of Sensibility at Twin Peaks. Is that right? February, March, April, yeah. May, June. <sighs> Which is why I think I got so burnt out on doing a book (laughs) (laughs) it's a commitment and then you have to have this whole like educational not educational but like kind of um literary scholastic mindset when trying to talk about it and or like just break down the themes of it and everything yeah we can kind of have like easy episodes when we're doing like a movie adaptation Mm -hmm. or whatever or if we're doing something inspired by david lynch but i feel like when we do like the david lynch movies when we do the books the source material. The Jane Austen <laughs> books that we have to like really stay on our toes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was a good first half of the year, basically. And then we did Fire Island. Ah, right. To kick off the summer. <laughs> <laughs> our summer of fun. Yeah. Which was great. That was a really fun adaptation. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Very much a standout for me. Yeah. Definitely, oh, we did a couple of newer adaptations, but it's like definitely like a fun insert into the Jane Austen adaptation canon. Okay, and then after that, we did Sanditon. The second season we created. Yeah, and we continued on with the very end of Twin Peaks season two. Mm -hmm. And actually, the third season of Sanditon is going to be in the spring, so we'll Oh, yeah. I, I think <laughs> we haven't like totally nailed down exactly what we're doing beyond January, but we might be able to do that one pretty close to when it comes out, which we always oh, need yeah. to do and never actually succeed at. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might as well. Then we did, gosh, it feels like we barely did anything during the year. Okay. But this is still only August. We did Persuasion 2022. Uh huh. That was really good. The Dakota Johnson one. And yeah, we, we really like that. Although I think we must have pissed someone off because that's when we got our one star. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. <laughs> I do too. Then 
we did a re-release of Modern Persuasion with First Impressions podcast. Oh, right. That was fun. Yeah. September. Getting on to the fall. We, you got COVID. And so we did oh, right. Sick Day with Prey and Reservation Dogs. And that is honestly one of our most listened to podcasts. And I'm like, maybe oh, we really? should just do whatever we want. <laughs> like a rainy day check-ins yeah. where we talk about shows. That's a good idea. And... Oh, then your friend Mia came and talked to us about her short, about her persuasion short. That was fun. I love that. That was a lot of fun. I like listening to you guys talk (laughs) because you can tell that you've been friends forever. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, like 10 years at this point. (laughs) Okay. And then we did the Twin Peaks soundtrack, which is fun. We hadn't done a musical one in a while. And then for Halloween, we did Death Comes to Pemberley. Ooh, that was really fun. <laughs> that one was fun. It had been so long since I'd seen it. So now thinking back, I'm like, it didn't end with as much promise as it started. But it was still fun, like murder mystery. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't love a good murder mystery? I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I know. I, I got to watch Glass Onion now that it's on Netflix. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's on my list. Okay, then it was Halloween. Oh, then we started our month of gratitude, but we started with The Elephant Man, which was a big one for us, which we really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. So sad, but so good and definitely cried a lot. (laughs) (laughs) How could you not? (laughs) Yeah, we're getting we're getting to the, the end here. Then we did Aisha for Mythal. That was really fun. That was really fun. I was thinking of Fire Island, and I was like, oh, well, Aisha was also a really fun one this year. Yeah. It definitely <laughs> gave us, like, the really, like, the early 2000s kind of fun, like, clueless yeah. kind of vibes. Yeah, both of those were very, like, let's really keep the main focus of the original, but, like, just deviate with, you know, the types of characters, which I really appreciate right. because it just shows the universality of it. Exactly. Then we did The Angriest Dog in the World for Blake, which was... I love that. Really that fun was, to do. It was fun. <laughs> I love that cute little dog. I know. I've been thinking about how you said you wanted to get a tattoo of it and thinking, mm-hmm. I would like to get a tattoo of that too. Yeah, just a little one. Yeah, maybe someday. I've never gotten a tattoo, so we'll see. <laughs> then we did Pride and Prejudice 1940. Right. Which was the craziest adaptation <laughs> yet. <laughs> the one where Gone with the Wind stole all of its color, literally. <laughs> uh, Pamela, who did one of our Pride and Prejudice episodes last year oh, from right, the adaptation, yeah. she was writing me on facebook and she i i don't know if this was her supposition or if she had actually read this somewhere but apparently mm-hmm. at the time it came out was like right when we were trying to get her you know world war ii was starting and uh-huh. americans were like we don't want to be in that war and so i think what she was saying was that they were maybe trying to make british more like americans so americans mm. would be like they're just like us we should go help them right and so that was kind of the angle of that movie a little bit, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. I don't yeah. think that that excuses it for any of its problems. <laughs> <No>. But <laughs> it was still very, uh, it you know, wild. maybe explains <laughs> the accents a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're just fancy Americans. <laughs> Personally, I think it was just the studio being like, they'll never understand what you're saying if you speak in a real British accent. Right. <laughs> And then finally, last week, we did The Wizard of Oz. Ah, classic. 
Yeah. Classic, classic, classic. <laughs> Our untraditional holiday movies <laughs> mm-hmm. from the 40s. Well, from almost exactly the same time period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't get any more classic than The Wizard of Oz. And I hadn't watched it in years. So I was like, yeah, I don't know. I always feel like I forget stuff about it. And I'm like watching it and remember, I'm like, I love this movie. <laughs> So did you have a favorite thing we did last year? Oh, gosh. I would say my favorite thing that we did out of all the things we did. I just really enjoyed the episode with Mia because I got to like got to talk with one of my really close friends and got to see something that was like a little bit different. Like, I don't know if we've ever done like a short like film treatment before right. and uh it was for persuasion, which we kind of had just done the year before and it was kind of fresh right. in our minds. And it was just really fun, a really fun episode because you know, Mia's just got that Gemini personality where she's just, <laughs> everyone loves Mia because she's just got that great warm personality. And it's <laughs> just really, exactly. <laughs> and she's just really fun to talk to. So that was a really standout for me. Yeah, that was a great episode. What about you? Let's see. There were so many times this last year where I was either reading or watching something and I guess just by the nature of how I was doing it for the podcast it like (laughs) took on a different feeling for me like I would say since and since it's a god (laughs) (laughs) Uh it's been a while (laughs) since and sensibility Mm -hmm. reading the book I had always thought of it just like as one of the funniest ones and I really loved the wrap up and I never really thought that hard about Eleanor's character until (laughs) doing it and I was like wow Eleanor you're you I always knew that both of the girls had their issues but people traditionally like to think of Eleanor as being like the perfect one Mm-hmm. A little more superior. But I really could see Eleanor's issues a lot more in this reread. So. Yeah. And you know, hopefully we didn't <laughs> alienate any of the Eleanor hive, but we still love her. We still love her. But I think we were just, I don't know if it was just the time we were doing it, but I felt like we gravitated a little bit more to the Marianne side. Yeah. So that but was fun. I mean, even... Even though, you know, I was like, I feel like Eleanor has lost some respect in my eyes, but still, <laughs> I liked I liked having that revelation because mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to be like, okay, <laughs> I don't know if this is what you're right. doing, Jane Austen, but I appreciate the like subtle bitchiness of Eleanor. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, you know, next time one of us or both of us read it, who knows how we'll feel. We might be like, Eleanor's a genius. We love Eleanor so much. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) One thing that's for sure, though, is that we will never like Lucy Stu. Never. (laughs) She's our nemesis. (laughs) But I also really enjoyed, like, getting to do the finale of Twin Peaks and do all the fun, Mm -hmm. like just silliness of the second season and like the melodrama that was great melodrama so that mm-hmm. was really um a highlight too and of course i always like i feel like this whole year was like things that i either hadn't d- read or watched in a long time or right. had never seen so that was a lot of fun too yeah it's kind of revisiting things that weren't fresh in the mind yeah Okay, 
Okay, we do have a Christmas quiz. But before I wanted, I thought maybe we could talk Christmas movies a little bit. Sure. I haven't really watched that many this year, but I did watch Falling for Christmas, the new Lindsay Lohan movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And How was I it? thought it was delightful. Honestly, it was like, of all of those, I'm going to, I know it's Netflix, but I'm putting it into the Lifetime Hallmark category. Of course. So like it's got a the vibe. Silly, cheesy, romantic comedy mm-hmm. at Christmas. And it was definitely top tier of those types of movies. It was fun. I thought Lindsay Lohan was really good. And she's great. Because you never know. She was a great child actress, but like she's been gone for yeah. a while. And, yeah, she's been up to stuff. I thought she was still great. And everyone seemed like they were having a lot of fun making it. So definitely I would recommend that one. But that's really mm-hmm. all I've seen this year so far in terms of Christmas movies. Yeah, we we haven't really watched much. I think we did watch... <laughs> this is for some reason it's the charlie brown christmas movie but i don't for some reason i could not remember the title of it and i was like in my head i was like here comes christmas charlie brown i was like i don't <laughs> think that's it but the charlie brown christmas whatever it's called uh we did watch that one um that's kind of like a every year classic that we always watch oh yeah yeah but we haven't watched any new or anything really else christmasy Besides, like, the Abbott Elementary Christmas episode, <laughs> which was, I think, one of the best episodes of the season. And there was some other Christmas episode that we watched. But definitely plan to watch White Christmas because it's my favorite Christmas movie. So I definitely will be watching that. And I'm sure there's plenty of other ones that we'll, we'll get up to. Yeah, it seemed like there were a lot of new... I mean, there always are a lot of new Christmas mm-hmm. movies. Do you have anything that you traditionally try to watch every year? Besides, like, Charlie Brown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely White Christmas. I don't necessarily try to watch it, but I always end up somehow viewing part of, if not the entire Polar Express movie. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I can never really play it on it. Not that I don't necessarily like it, but it's not, like, top tier to me, but I always end up watching it. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, anything else Christmassy we tend to watch. That might be kind of it do you have any christmas classics or christmas ones that have to repeat i do have a tradition that i mean it's a new-ish tradition but Mm -hmm. i always watch the doctor who christmas specials on christmas day Mm -hmm. (laughs) it used to be that there would always be a christmas special on christmas day so i would just you know watch bbc america and watch the reruns of all of the all of them they kind of stopped doing that, started doing a New Year's one, but nah, I still go back and watch the <laughs> Christmas ones. Mm-hmm. My favorite one is called Last Christmas, and it's got Peter Capaldi <laughs> as the doctor, and it takes place, oh, Nick Frost as Santa, and it takes place on a <laughs> polar thing that's like overrun mm-hmm. by like face hugger aliens and oh gosh. <laughs> kind of it's one of the more scary ones but it's very mm-hmm. um cool and i don't know i just really like that one and then there's a like christmas carolish one with matt smith mm-hmm. that i really like too and Ooh. i just really like all the christmas specials and then another one that i've discovered over the past few years and i've almost watched it last night honestly but it's on my list of something to watch is called Hogfather, <laughs> and it's an adaptation <laughs> oh. of a Terry Pratchett book. 
Hot yeah, I really fire. like the British humor sensibility <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> a little bit sci-fi. <laughs> British. <laughs> I just like the name alone. Yeah. Well, I, it's about death is a character mm-hmm. in the Discworld novels. And his daughter is played by um, Michelle Dockery. Uh-huh. Downton Abbey. Queen. <laughs> and anyway... I definitely recommend it if you guys mm-hmm. can find it. It's like two one and a half hour parts, like a mini series. And it's just really fun and very Christmassy. <laughs> yeah. There is something special about a British Christmas kind of like TV or movie or something. Uh, I will say the first Downton Abbey movie, I think I consider it a Christmas movie because it takes <laughs> place around Christmas time. And it's like really beautiful and just has like a really mm-hmm. warm feeling. And I just love all those people <laughs> i also really like the episode of miss fisher's murder mysteries that's called like <laughs> murder at christmas or something but it's like mm-hmm. they're celebrating christmas in july because ah. it's in australia and i have always been intrigued by that but it's very christmasy because it's cold and presents and right. decorated for christmas uh, um, southern hemisphere <laughs> but it's like a kind of like a locked house secluded mm. house murder mystery you know oh that's fun yeah <laughs> that's fun well, hopefully we'll get some more Christmas movies in and then in our New Year check-in, we'll be able to kind of give an update. Yeah. I will say, though, one more. In terms yeah. of traditional Christmas feeling mm-hmm. and, you know, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas is traditionally <gasps> That's my classic. favorite Christmas special. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. That's also one that we kind of try and watch every year. Ain't no hole in the washtub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the... Um, is it... When the river meets the sea. I don't know what the song, if that's the name of the song, uh-huh. but that's always on our Christmas playlist. Touches the valley. <laughs> Can't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's, it's also the one that yeah. gets combined, right? I think so. But then it goes, yeah, then it gets really twangy. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and Home Alone. <laughs> oh, of course. Classic. Yeah. So those will probably definitely be watched by me at some point. If oh, I yeah. can stay awake long enough to watch a movie, <laughs> I have been really feeling the need to hibernate lately and fall asleep <laughs> at like early. eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's well, it does get dark at like five or six, so uh, yeah, which is not my favorite, but whatever. I don't mind it getting dark earlier. It's just I don't know. I'm really annoyed mm-hmm. with the weather this year because it's too hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah especially after cut after i had a such a nice chilly thanksgiving in like the like 40s and then i come back to florida and it's in the 70s and 80s i know i'm over I'm, it i've been watching this youtube girl who lives in the northernmost city and it's like dark for ha- for like three months of the year and i'm like oh my god it's kind of beautiful i want to live in the <laughs> snow year round <laughs> yes <laughs> yes please that sounds great right now we need like a or, drastic change yeah maybe i should move to canada or new england or something mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that well we'll see eventually the heat will drive me out of florida oh it's working for me <laughs> i've always been okay with the heat but like i don't know maybe because i'm becoming middle-aged i'm just like i can't it's too hot <laughs> i want to wear my long sleeve clothes yes for once in my life <laughs>
Okay, let's do the Christmas quiz. Yes. Did you get it for me? Yes. You said yes, I think. I got it, yes. Okay. So our quiz is titled, Eat at this Breakfast Buffet, and we'll tell you which classic Christmas food you are. Mm. I love a we Christmas love a quiz. quiz. <laughs> I would say we love a food-based quiz, and especially if it's Christmas food. Okay. Are you ready? Mm. Yeah. Okay. First question, choose a baked good. We have um, muffin, danish, croissant, brioche, pan chocolat, and banana bread. Pan chocolat. <laughs> That's kind of a classic. There's no my question head. in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I discovered I... that that was a thing that existed, I was like, mm. oh, well, my favorite thing just appeared before me. <laughs> right. A chocolate croissant? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the classic croissant since I was just in Paris. I mean, it's I had fresh on the mind. one this morning. I had uh, one this morning with the sweet potato butter that you gave me, and right. it's delicious. Uh, I love a good sweet potato butter. Next question. Choose a drink. Water, tea, milk, smoothie, orange juice, or coffee? I think I know where Maya's going with this. <laughs> <laughs> tea of course of course and i will of course go with coffee yes uh next question choose some fruit kiwi raspberries banana watermelon pear or blueberries Ooh, it's a good one that's a different I, one. i'm gonna go with raspberries because lately raspberries have been kind of coming to the top of my list as my favorite I do love raspberries, and they look especially delicious in this picture. But I really do love kiwi, and I never eat it, but looking at like it makes me want it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like it's very underappreciated. Yeah, it's a little difficult just because you can't really eat the skin, so you kind of got to like, take it off. You got to, like, trace it out. But you can eat the whole th- – you don't have – you can eat the middle. And yeah. I also love a pear. Oh, of course. <laughs> All right. Choose a protein. Sausage, ham, bacon, omelet steak or none Ugh, what are we making or just this is just breakfast food? it's just breakfast buffet okay okay oh i'm those sausages are looking pretty good i do love a good <laughs> sausage so i think i'm gonna go with that yeah i've definitely come to appreciate sausage more the steak looks amazing but i don't mm-hmm. usually get steak for breakfast although there's mm-hmm. no reason i shouldn't yeah steak and eggs i'm gonna go with bacon though because yeah, it's just good exactly all right, my favorite question. I'll choose... never be able to answer this one. <laughs> <laughs> choose a carb. Toast, bagel, <laughs> potatoes, French toast, biscuit, or waffles. Oh, oh gosh. I love a good French toast, so mm. I'm going to go with that. Okay. I love a bagel. I could eat. I used to eat two bagels for lunch every day when I was in college. <laughs> I lost so much weight. <laughs> Probably wasn't for eating the bagels, but. <laughs> it's that college uh, metabolism. I love waffles too, but I don't eat them very much. Biscuits are delicious. Regular toast has always been my go-to snack since I was a child. I'm not a huge fan of French toast, but honestly, I love a breakfast potato. So I'm going to go with potatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice home fries or something. Oh, right. I had to tell you all the reasons I loved every single of course. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very important question, the whole carb question. Very important. <laughs> all right. Notice choose... there was no option of none for that. They're exactly. Like, no, pick a no, one, no one's going to pick none. <laughs> choose a vegetable. 
carrots, broccoli, mushrooms, spinach, string beans, or none. I am a mushroom aficionado. I will (laughs) always choose mushrooms over everything. So that's my choice. Mm. I like broccoli better in general, but I think spinach makes a better breakfast food. I will. I will agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then choose one last item. Cereal, granola, cinnamon roll, scone, chia pudding, or Greek yogurt. I feel like cinnamon roll could have gone in a couple of other categories. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think we know based on the timbre of my voice when I said it where I'm going, (laughs) and that's cinnamon roll. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Although I'm sure scone is delicious. And I just made Greek yogurt the other day because I'm becoming very, uh, what would you call it? Who's the person who makes sour cream? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's like the type of like uh, crunchy granola person who is like, I make my own almond milk for, in the pan <laughs> and I make my own Greek yogurt. I do make my own nut milk. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, it's not a read. It's like, ugh, I want to make my own stuff. I just don't have the tools. Sour cream is so easy. You literally only need cream and like a little packet of sour cream starter (laughs) or (laughs) some old sour cream that has live cultures in it. And you just like you heat it up to like 86 degrees, sprinkle Mm -hmm. it in and set it on the counter for like 24 hours. Although I discovered, well, after a few tries, I decided that if you put some dry milk powder in, Mm. it makes it a better consistency. Anyway. Ah. Good tip. Cinnamon roll. <laughs> of course. What'd you get? Yule log. Ah, the classic. <sighs> so what's it say about you? Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I was just, I just put um, a Yule log recipe into my recipe collection because mm, they use mascarpone cheese, which I also made. <gasps> <laughs> like this classic cake, you're super sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to have fun and you tend to make friends everywhere you go oh i don't know why a yule log says that but i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> because it's delicious and I now got... that i'm slightly pagan it's very appropriate <laughs> oh it's very on brand because we did burn a couple years ago an actual yule log <laughs> yeah and we ate one <laughs> exactly <laughs> i got gingerbread cookies Ooh. Good choice. It says, like gingerbread cookies, you are playful and a little spicy. You're the <laughs> kind of person who can who can find humor in any situation. I think that is pretty apropos. Oh, I like it. Me too. I love good gingerbread. Or ginger snap. <laughs> well, now that we know what kind of food we are, <laughs> we'll have to make it and eat it. Exactly. <laughs> I have to eat it soon. Uh, yeah, we really need to start a food podcast because literally uh, yes. our favorite subject it's all we, we already about. have one <laughs> in our brains <laughs> i've already started to live the podcast that we thought of two years ago and should anyway. i make it happen <laughs> very cagey <laughs> for no reason <laughs> maybe it's a you log quality yep <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what's hidden under that bark Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What if someone made a Yule log in like the fashion of you know how that we had that big trend of is it cake or is it real? Someone made it look like a real log, but it was like the the Bush Noel or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there are. If we got on TikTok on Food Talk or whatever it's called, I'm sure there's plenty of them. 
It has to still be Although, round on the inside. Yes. You know, like course. spirally. And have the rings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, I think we successfully did a Christmas episode. Absolutely. <laughs> Let me just give a fun. little input as to what is coming next. We're going to take two yeah. weeks off mm-hmm. for Christmas and New Year's. And we'll be back with yet another check-in. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about Christmas. Yeah. And we have to, you know, get our ideas together as to what we're doing and let you know what's happening in the future. This is more of a past episode and the next one will be more of a future episode. Absolutely. And yeah, I will say if you want to do any like prep for what's coming in January, mm-hmm. start playing the Cube Rusty Lake games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is on our list very soon. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty easy to play, but like there's several of them. So if you really wanted to like play them all mm-hmm. and know what we're talking about before, if you haven't. I just cut that out. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love a good game? And especially like a point and click game. They're very fun. So Yeah. I totally, for the past Get two days, was like, I really have to play this video game. It's very important. So I'm not going to do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the podcast. <laughs> it's for the podcast. It's work. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for this year. We will see you yeah. in 2023. <laughs> yes, we hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season yes. and New Year's and yes, eat delicious food and stay safe. And hibernate. <laughs> and hibernate. I mean, it's uh, rejuvenation time to prepare for the new year. Yeah. yeah. Don't stress yourself out too much. You know, there's all sorts of colds going around. COVID Ugh, is still out there. Gross. Protect Take yourself. your time, relax, do a spa day, take a mm-hmm. bath, mm-hmm. go to sleep early. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's what the sub of yours for. Yes. Eat an edible, <laughs> treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the end of a very silly episode. <laughs> very silly, but very fun. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next year. Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter at mannersmadness or on Instagram at mannersandmadnesspod. Or you can leave a one-minute voicemail on our website at mannersandmadness.com. And if you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you prefer. We also have a donate button on our website, mannersandmadness.com. Yes. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.